Hi, I'm Sandra Buchanan, the host of Iron Sharpener. I thank you for tuning in today. We have a great show. The topic is on human trafficking. We have a great guest all the way from Trinidad and Tobago. Attorney Jonathan Bagan will be talking about human trafficking. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm Sandra Buchanan, all the way from Hudson, New York. I welcome all my listeners on Iron Sharpener. Glory to God. We are here on Facebook. I welcome all my Facebook fans, all my podcast fans. I welcome all my YouTube fans. Glory to God and Snitcher and Skype and iUp. Glory to God. We are here live in my studio in New York. We have a great guest, great man of God, all the way from Trinidad and Tobago, attorney at law, Jonathan Bagan is here to empower us and sharpen us with um, his career and what God has blessed him with. Glory to God. So we just want to thank God for that. Glory to God. If you're here for the first time listening to Iron Sharpener, you'll be watching this video later as we post it. I just want you to watch all the videos on www.ironsharpener.net. That's the website. All the videos and the shows are on that platform glory to god why are we on this platform what it is about iron sharpener is a platform that god has given us so that we can glory to god empower one another with the word with our our businesses with our skills or talents to sharpen one another to impact this generation glory to god a lot of time men and women of god they die with their visions and their gifting and they did not give it birth so now God is saying that we need to speak. He has given us a voice. They've given us glory to God, gifting and talents that we need to break forth and change this generation with prayers, with the word of God, with the word of our testimony, glory to God, so that we can overcome the enemy. Amen. Glory to God. So I'm excited. If you have a business and you want to advertise your business on Iron Sharpener broadcast, email us on ironsharpener21 at gmail.com ironsharpener21 at gmail.com. If you want to be a sponsor on the show, you can also email us and we will we will wear your 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 equipment. So we'll use your mugs, your, your logo, we'll advertise it for you. Glory to God if you want to be a sponsor on the show. And if you want us to advertise a business, you could make a 60-second uh, video um like a promo video of your business we will run it every time we're on glory to god so that's what god is doing what do we do with the funds we support widows and orphans internationally glory to god this is a 501c3 organization the real name of it is sitkanu international ministry so iron sharpener is just a voice for the sitkanu ministry amen so we support widows and orphans and we also connect with um jonathan bagan overseas to fight against human trafficking and we want to help other non-for-profits that's doing the work of the kingdom to enhance the kingdom of god amen glory to god so a commercial you'll see all the businesses that's that are sponsors for iron sharpener and we're just excited coming up we are also having a 13-week business challenge you could go to ironsharpener.net and register for this business challenge. If you want to open a new business or you have a pre-existing business and you need education to take it to the next level, we're having professionals on every week for 30 minutes workshop 
to teach us how to get equipped for uh, taking our businesses and the new businesses to the next level. So register at ironsharpner.net. Glory to God on the website so you can be in tune with what is happening on this platform. Glory to God. So I welcome all my listeners. I thank you for connecting. Please like, share, and subscribe all the videos on YouTube. Like, share, and subscribe. Amen. Glory to God. So I will not take any more time. I just want to um, introduce John, Mr. Vagan. Thank you for coming and being uh, being a blessing on Iron Sharpner today. So thank you so here. much, Sandra, for yeah. financially supporting um, my work in the Caribbean. So, um, but just for the, the information for the in listeners to be informed, um, well, one reason why you should take anything I say seriously, I have been interviewed both by Fox News and CNN. I'm an attorney, I'm an author, and um, and daily I'm having, like, I just spoke to um, a police officer in Brazil, um, very senior police officer, and this guy has a, a PhD in um, theoretical physics and mathematics. I, I did know police officers got that all kinds of ed ed education, and um, he's look, he thinks that some of the work I'm doing should be there in Brazil as well. So um, I'd appreciate your prayers and um, the try. basically one of the main things I'm trying to do is um, help um, countries around the world set up sex offender registries so that they can track when um, criminals enter their country and say somebody from Trinidad or Brazil moves to the United States. If they have a criminal record from Trinidad, it's not going to be transferred to the United States. Or not it's very difficult to transfer it and they, what they like to do is they might buy a passport in um, a country like dominica um get a fake identity so nobody can track their criminal record and they set up shop in florida and then they're molesting children again and that's one of the things i'm trying to stop we can also track sex offenders on the internet if um governments put in the right infrastructure so um part of my work is to help um make the world safer and i believe that's part of the gospel as well because it uh, god um the 501c3 is sikenu that's hebrew for righteousness and i believe well in the hebrew connotation righteousness and justice and and, and um, all those things go together so if, if we serve a god of justice we want criminals to go to jail and children to be protected right sandra amen, amen. yeah so why don't you talk about the date you started um this work and stuff like that start from the beginning so um when i just finished my final exams to law school i started talking to this woman called shana benjamin alexander she lives in trinidad and she told me that god told her that i had to start helping her to um support survivors of abuse that includes sexual abuse and domestic violence so i i listened and um, from 2014 till about 2016, I was helping her. So I, I got an understanding of the, the issues um, associated with women who are abused by their husbands, children who are abused by um, adults. And from then on, I volunteered with this group um, founded by Camille St. Omer. Camille, Camille is a US citizen based in North Carolina. And um, I volunteered and she said, um, I was so good. She gave me full run of the group. It's called the Caribbean Committee Against Sex Crimes. 
it started off with 35 nonprofits trying to bring about sex offender registries around the Caribbean. So um, we, we don't have a lot of resources. What we do, we will network with um, other organizations in different countries like St. Lucia and Grenada and, and Dominica and um, try to raise awareness. Um, when CNN called me earlier this year, um, I imagine it's because I'm one of the few organizations with contacts around my whole region. So if you're talking to me, you're talking to like 10 countries, you're not talking to one country. So it's, it's more, more helpful. So um, we coordinated the CNN Freedom Day um, event to inform people about the, the and especially children, because um, our partners went into high schools to um, get children to do spoken with poetry about the issue of human trafficking. So it, it raises awareness um, of the, the crimes to children when somebody tries to get, well, how human trafficking really works. Or what you see in movies with the kidnapping, that's very rare. What they usually do is that they offer you a job and they, they say you're going to get $5,000 a day, some ridiculous figure, and you have to fly to England or you have to fly to, to Russia or, or Saudi Arabia. And when you're there, when you land, they take your passport and then say you have to work. And um, because you don't have your passport, you can't leave. So you're basically, it's called modern day slavery because... Um, you are not there of your own free will. And even if they pay these men and women, because it's mainly women and children, but men as well get involved in it. Even if they pay you, it's usually like 5% of what your labor is worth or even... The worst I've heard was um, there was a girl who was trafficked in Trinidad and she was paid five titi dollars. That's like, like one US dollar for one night of prostitution. That's how wicked these people are. So wait a minute, I have a question for you. So you're saying that they offer you jobs when you go there, um, they take away your passport. So they're well, registered that, as a licensed business? Sometimes they're licensed. Many cases, these are like um, people who own hotels or bars okay. and they are licensed business. So when they do their tax returns, they say, okay, this money is from my hotel, but it's really from prostitution. And um, it doesn't always involve international travel. It could be somebody from within the United States. A lot of um, women are trafficked within the United States where like um, they may target somebody and um, a girl, a teenage girl who who's, um, needs a home, they're homeless. They also target women. Um, men may pose as their boyfriend, as in get in a relationship with a woman. Right. And when the woman trusts him, he starts to manipulate her and give her drugs and get her into the prostitution through that way. And it's hard to get women like that out because they're convinced that their pimp is their boyfriend and they're doing it out of love. So it's a lot of psychological damage that keeps them trapped. So, so in like, the Caribbean, um, how can you protect women in the Caribbean when they're out seeking for jobs from these type of um predators how is their assistance set up um when they go out for the jobs it seems like there's nothing set in place i agree the um the, there should be something set in place um what well women would have to um what they should do is when they go for the job interviews they should go with a, a friend so that they um there's some sort of accountability because i've heard of situations where a girl goes for a job interview and within an hour or two they're trying to prostitute her, like they're trying to molest her. So um, they shouldn't go alone. 
and they should be made aware that a lot whenever the job seems too good to be true like um a lot of them offer say they're looking for models looking for fashion models for um and they're going to promise you going to fly you to europe and give you this lavish lifestyle they, they're usually just trying to recruit young girls for abuse and prostitution so they should have the girl should inform her family, inform her parents, and make sure that everybody knows what's going on. And if it starts to get shady, they get out of there. Okay, so what you want listeners should know, it affects women and children. Around what age group it starts? Unfortunately, any it, it, it they, will, they will prey on the younger and um, weaker and more people in uh, underprivileged, but it affects any age group can be affected by it, any men and women women and children it um they, they don't discriminate sometimes they i've heard of people prostituting men as in you know you know men for 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 sexual services they women and children are, are make up 70 percent of trafficking victims globally they are according to the united nations there are 40 million people in modern day slavery that's human trafficking so they are more slaves in 2022 than there were in the year 1700 where there was the transatlantic slave trade so um we could see in, in a way um society hasn't really improved it just rebranded what slavery is wow it's a lot i mean it's it's affecting the nations worldwide 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 yeah it is um, it's affecting Ukraine as well. A lot of those refugees who are leaving um, Ukraine from the fleeing from the war, um, if they don't have accommodation, they the women can be end up um, in human trafficking, and the men too can be end up in a labor camp. Oh my God. Um. What 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 we misunderstand? How can we um? What do we need to know? Because you said there is some misunderstanding. Well, a lot of people think human trafficking is only when you take somebody across a border. Like I, I gave the example where they, you, they take somebody to another country and take away their passport. That's one form of it. It can also happen within a country. Um, from the, the people who work on this issue in the U.S., I've spoken to most of it in the U.S. is, um, say, an underprivileged teenage girl whose parents aren't really taking care of her may end up in a situation where they're being prostituted within the us even within their own city so you don't have to be transported it can happen in your neighborhood um in really bad situations parents who are really wicked can prostitute their own children or sell their children so that happens as well so it's it's um there are many forms of it so it's really best to um if you if you focus on the coercion and the exploitation if you see somebody's being exploited they're not being like you go to a, a sweatshop you know this place is a sweatshop that could be labor trafficking if you see um a lot of these these places are but like they pretend to be bars or hotels but there's suspicious things going on like um you know some some nightclubs they have they have a ground floor and then they, there's a second floor for vip and um if you see a lot of young girls going in and older like older men going upstairs and it, it you know suspicious things you can um start to put the pieces together to say there may be prostitution and human trafficking on the second floor and that's why there's you know so much traffic of, of people coming and going so you have a passion for this kind of work because um i'm sure you could do many other things 
with your degree, but where did this passion comes? I believe it was from the Holy Spirit. He placed this passion in you. Yes, I agree, Sandra. It's, it's God because um, not enough is being done. One, and um, especially in the Caribbean, our governments aren't very smart. And some of our politicians are, have been involved. <laughs> Most governments aren't very smart. I mean, the world over. But um, some of them are known to have hired prostitutes and, and benefited from this. So um, it requires an independent voice to push them to do their job. And I believe it's part of the gospel because um, remember Jesus came to set the captives free. If we're preaching the gospel, we're not setting the captives free. Are we? Are we following Jesus? And he also said he defend those who cannot help themselves. Yes, yes. And, so what um, do you think they could put in place? I feel like businesses, especially the ones that hire younger people. I believe that the government should put something in place in these um, entities. You know what I mean? Like like a camera, like undercover or something to put this camera in these entities and really see the running, day-to-day running uh, operation of these businesses. Is well, that uh, something that they could do? Well, it would be unconstitutional to put for the government to monitor every business. Because, I mean... No, the ones that hire... Um, younger you all know, year yeah um what would it, be too costly it would be costly but what the problem in the caribbean is that our police generally are very slow and um like you know in america there's um to catch a predator and america's most wanted there's a lot of um sting operations where you go and you catch them i've almost very rare for those things to happen down here and in many cases, the police are working and getting money from the um, the human traffickers to st- stay quiet. So ideally, um, if the police wanted a sting operation, it wouldn't be hard. You send five officers in on undercover and you you, you put like hidden cameras and microphones. And then when you, you have the evidence that this person is selling underage girls for sex, you arrest them. It's, it's quite easy. It's just a lack of willpower. Yeah. on the part of the government and the police to do their job that's the, as the main reason as bad Maybe as i mean as bad as not, policing is i don't think they have it has brought to their attention so much in depth that's why they have not done anything but i feel like if you present it to them and you get the funding then they will work with you oh uh, get these things done maybe it, it it's 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 complicated because other the times they are too, they may be too busy with other crimes, or they they're just not motivated to do extra like hard work. So like in America, America has a problem with over policing, where the police are arresting people for doing simple things and abusing them. We have the opposite problem here. Um, most of the countries under police, and um, our police do abuse people as well, but um, they. Like if you call a police station in Trinidad, um, many times they will say they don't have any vehicles to come and help you You're on your own. And they do have a vehicle because it's not a poor, we're not really that poor. We have like a car for the police. Oh my God. How, that is how, literally how bad it is. <laughs> I, yeah. I have a friend who reported um, a robbery and it took the police two years to call her to start to investigate it. Like for the officer to come and say, okay, who is it who robbed you? 
and we're gonna press charges two years later true story <laughs> it, it, it's it's so there yeah. is a lack of officers so why can't no not a lack of officers a lack of willingness to do work no, I don't think you should say that. You don't know their course, their load that they have to do every day. So you can't say a lack of willingness. <laughs> I mean, you are so hilarious. <laughs> it's true. You ask any Trinidadian, um, about half the problems in the country are the police just not doing their job properly. Oh my God. No, I feel like there is a... There is a lack of officers, really. We have Maybe. more police officers per capita than most countries in the world. We have a lot of, we have, I think, 7,000 for a population of 1.3 million. It's a lot. Okay. Wh why? I remember you did a petition. Why don't you get a petition and you go, everyone in the neighborhood, different neighborhoods, sign this petition and you present it to the court and you bring it or whatever, however you want to do it. And then you bring it to the force and said, this is the petition for everyone in different communities that we want this done. You have to do, you do your part, have everybody in the neighborhood sign it and back you up. You go door to door. I know it's, you can't do it by yourself, your team. Tell mm -hmm. us about the team that you work with. You have a private job that you're doing CSC, right? Your team well, needs to go and get team... signed and get this done so the cops could do their job basically yeah I, i'll take that under consideration Please take under team... consideration. you need the you need the help from the, the the neighborhood the people when the people have a mm -hmm. voice and somebody to bring their voice up to the judge and say listen this is what we're dealing with people have mm -hmm. signed i am their voice and we're taking a stand we need justice we need help in the in the police system that they're going to go and do what they're supposed to do. And since God given you the burden, you have to run with this vision and make it happen. Right? I also have to do it in a way that doesn't get me assassinated. I believe it can be done, but you need to do a be. lot more. You need to do a lot more. I'll think about it, Sandra. Your team. I'm not saying you. Your team. Tell me about the team. It's CSC? yeah right now so what usually happens is like um i used to have a vice chairperson working with me and she got a job at the united nations and um when you get a job like that you cannot do any other work or any anything else so she has to resign so um remember nobody is paid this is a not-for-profit so whatever funding comes in it is it, it's spent on um the expenses for whatever we're doing and then there's nothing left to pay anybody um, I have one um, one assistant in Barbados, and he does um, some awareness building in Barbados. But I don't have like a core team because, again, remember I have a day job, and to manage a, multiple people is a, a job by itself. So, um, realistically, my plan right now is to go to other countries and get um, my projects implemented there. So, so it sounds crazy to an American, but if you understand how the Caribbean works. Um, we actually don't, um, anybody who, who's lived in Trinidad and tried to offer things to the government knows that you could have the best plan in the world, like a world-class piece of software or something, unless you bribe them or you're, you're part of, part of the inner circle, they're not, they're just going to sit on it and do nothing. That's just how it is. So you have to go to some other country, do it there, and then they'll be jealous and say, okay, 
I should have done it first. That's that is how the Caribbean works by and large. Jamaica is a bit better than Trinidad in that they actually care about getting things done. But um, basically, in Trinidad, we um, so our GDP say it's quoting uh, 30 dollars. Our government spends 50 to 60 billion a year on our, our budget. There's up to 27 billion dollars of suspicious um, money laundering transactions in the country. So up to maybe a third of what the government spends um the drug trafficking and, and human trafficking and crime is so big that um it could be 10 to 20 percent of what the entire country spends that's how how much we are like in number eight or number nine in the world for crime so the, whenever i do something i have to make sure it's done in such a way that i don't become a target so i prefer to go abroad do something then come back that's just the reality Okay, so you think you could do something with this situation and get back into the country and bring some form of change into the with the as far as we we're talking about more more tight surveillance with these companies. No, what I would have um it would implement is a sex offender registry that can track when sex offenders enter the country and track people on, on the internet. So the software package is um, provided by a company in the US called Offender Watch. Once it's installed on a, like a child's phone, if a sex offender tries to message a child on Snapchat, it'll tell the parents a sex offender is trying to message your child. It works, um, it works um, for cell phone calls. It tracks GPS. So if a child's phone goes to a GPS location where they know there's a sex offender living there, it'll inform the parents. So um, I believe soft projects like that are what will help. And given the reality that in a lot of countries, the, the government and the police are in on the crime. That's why the crime is bad, because somebody's getting paid. Not because that, um, it's, it's some impossible situation. People are profiting. So how does the parents get that app? Is it they have to pay for it? Um, in the U.S., it's nine nine ninety nine U.S. per year for all the phones in the family. Which I, um, the, it's just in like the a movie Caribbean. Thing. They have to also. In the Caribbean, it doesn't work yet because we have to put in infrastructure first, which I've been telling the government that we could do it, and they've been, you know, um, not so doing they anything. They have to approve it then. For yes, because certain things. Um, Certain things like say even your suggestion to put cameras in businesses that require because that affects people's privacy. Yes. You need the legislature and the parliament to pass it as a law. Mm -hmm. And um it, you know, you have to balance the rights of citizens versus the need to protect um to enforce laws and for law enforcement. So there's a lot of procedures. And of course, I'm not saying to take away the rights of the people because as an entrepreneur myself, I would not feel comfortable with cameras in my entities. However, if it's a high risk where this thing is happening, what's the statistics over in Trinidad with trafficking? We've had um, a couple. So in Trinidad, we have a, a refugee crisis where about the government says it's 13,000 um, Venezuelans came into the country. Um, unofficially, we believe it's as high as 50,000. And of that 50,000, a lot of them are being abused by the human traffickers and uh, um, 
been involved in prostitution, being involved in forced labor, where they um, put them on farms to grow crops and underpay them. So it, it's really, really bad and rampant. Um, whatever the, the police may catch 20 or 30 criminals a year, and um, whatever they're doing is uh, the tip of the iceberg of how bad the crime is. I think it's a very serious matter, son. I think it's very big. I don't know, but I feel like the more you give it to God, he'll give you the wisdom, continue, and the uh, insight. The wisdom God has given me is to go to Europe or Brazil and do, okay. it, do it there and mm. get funding. And when the Caribbean sees that, you know, you missed out, then they will do it. That's how, how these people think. Um, a lot of the politicians also themselves are sex offenders, rapists. Um, one of them, like there's a senator... I told I, I was trying to get support from him. He said no, it's a bad idea. And like a couple months later, you know, his Twitter page, somebody looked at his Twitter feed and he was liking pornography on his public Twitter. And then he said, Oh no, I'm hacked. But he's a porn addict. So I understand now why I'm not getting support because these people are sick. <laughs> and they know if I if I succeed, they're gonna be exposed. So right. he's wow. so stupid, he's watching porn on his public Twitter page everybody to see wow it's an addiction so when there's yeah, an it's addiction, an addiction he, he can't help himself just and help hundreds of porn, porn was he was liking it and you know you can see the like and yeah. then he's going in um going in a, a twitter spaces event with um other politicians and lawyers and then when he was in his spaces people clicked on his profile and it's like wow there's a lot of pornography on a public profile so you see how the, the, the enemy is doing the work, using people to get his work done. You see the, 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 the craftiness of the Satan, right? Yes, we yes. We have the victory and we have to take the authority and dominion that God has given unto us to pull down strongholds and protect our families, protect our communities and or in neighborhood. Glory to God. And God has chosen someone like you with a voice that don't hold back. <laughs> oh, no, I'm blunt. <laughs> that don't hold back, you speak, and um, your grace for this work. Glory to God. So what do you want families to know? Like how to protect your kids? Well, I would say that um, the best protection is to have a good relationship with the children and to monitor their um, their friends. If they have any friends or in suspicious activities, any friends will look like they say you have a teenage daughter and then the boyfriend is suspicious and buying her lots of expensive gifts. Um, that could be um, usually they they kind of they call it love bombing, where they make the, the woman or the girl so happy that they think they're living in paradise and then all of a sudden they find themselves in a situation where that they have to pay back for all the gifts with prostitution um you ever you heard of this show on netflix it, the the tinder swindler is this guy in in europe who um he would go out with a woman take on private jet trips across europe and then like in six months he asks them to take huge loans for him he makes some excuse oh i'm um i'm in a crisis i need you need to take out Three hundred thousand yeah, so pounds. the news. They caught him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like that that they they brainwash you with love, and then all of a sudden, it, 
they, they you have to pay them back with prostitution or, or some sort of exploitation so that's a major form of it um you can also get the offender watch app if you're in the united states um they can track what's going on with your child the only downside is that that only tracks registered sex offenders so somebody who hasn't yet been caught will not be tracked so you still have to monitor what's going on and just be be aware and be vigilant but the thing is there's a lot of children they don't really tell their parents what they do or, or their friends so even if they have they befriend them on the on the internet and then they disguise their, themselves disguise your age and all that stuff they don't really tell the parents where they're going or who they're meeting you know what i'm saying they don't yeah, well, not all of them some do some do so but some don't they, so therefore parents have to know their, their children whereabouts at all times yeah there's that and then you should the parents will have to um educate their children so they would have to teach their children that um they should only talk on social media with their friends from high school or their family because outside people may be it may be a, a 50 year old man pretending to be a 12 year old trying to do something and it also helps to um well some basic form of sex education because what these you know what they like to do is um you know the whole aspect of the forbidden fruit where, where the devil says that um if you eat this fruit god is you know god god is not lying is not telling the truth if you eat it you'll be as god right. that's temptation you have to take that away by educating the children about um sexuality at least on a basic level right and the, the dangers associated with it and the um one of the major forms that's going on online is where they will encourage teenagers to take um nude photos and to send them and then once it's sent the the trafficker or abuser will blackmail and say if you don't do more videos i'm going to send this put this video on on twitter on the internet so the child then has to make 50 videos and the trafficker is going to take those videos and sell them online you know so the children have no you know make educate them no 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 set no nude photos even if it's your boyfriend girlfriend it's, it's a it's a potential threat you know wow it's a lot of information and it's scary at the same time do you know like what are their target place location stuff like that do you know anything from studying or do they have a pattern or every one of them is different well, it depends on the, on the individual. Young girls, um, especially good-looking girls or girls who are underprivileged and in, in poverty, they would be targeted for both labor and sex trafficking. A ma major recruiting ground these days is the internet because, you know, it, with one click, you can get access to millions of people. So one of the things they do online is that they may um, copy the profile of a high, like somebody who is legitimate. Like I have a, a friend who is a, a doctor and she owns a fashion business and she's involved in all these fashion shows and such. So, you know, um, somebody copied her profile and took her pictures and made a fake profile and was messaging more, um, young girls to say, come and model for us. And when they, if they showed up at a location, that, that wouldn't be a, fa a real fashion business. That would be a trafficker or a rapist. So, um you just have to be aware make sure there's checks and balances when people message me online and like they have a suspicious looking profile I ask, okay you want to do business with me send me your id card or send me a form of id 
they say no, I know that they um they're involved in something shady. What John Littenberg was saying about human trafficking was very powerful and impactful. And as I mentioned in the beginning of the show, that we cut it up into two segments. So here we are at the end of the show. Please stay tuned for the second segment of the show. There's a few businesses I want to announce. If you're in the Atlanta, Georgia area and you need an automobile, a used automobile, you want to contact GMD Auto, Auto Mart. GMD Auto Mart. And the number is 678 751 1431. 678 751 1431. GMD Auto Mart. Used cars are available. Glory to God. If you are in the upstate New York area and you're looking for properties, you want to connect with Wynn Morrison Realty all the way in Catskill, New York. And you want to connect me, Sandra Buchanan, 518-267-9181. 518-267-9181. If you want to buy land to build new projects, if you want to sell your property, you want to buy commercial multi-units, if you want to buy storage units, whatever way you want to invest now is the time it is a seller's market glory to god so i will be your agent upstate new york downstate new york glory to god you want to connect also if you're in the upstate new york area and you need a seamstress you want to connect with leela smith she does dressmaking tailoring seamstress you alter men and women clothing she also do um custom made if you need have fabric you want to make a fresh outfit she does that if you're out of state you could ship your measurements and the fabric to her she will get it done her name is lila smith and her number is 518-653-0600 again 518-653-0600 if you're looking for a caterer for caribbean dishes you want to connect with Caribbean Kitchen. And the number is 518-653-3764. 518-653-3764. Caribbean Kitchen. She does catering. If you're having a party or an event and you need some delicious Caribbean meals, you want to connect with Margaret Ryman at Caribbean Kitchen. If you need your car to be detailing, like brand new, you want to connect with Dorian Ryman and Auto Rhyme Car Detailing. Auto Rhyme Car Detailing and his number is 518-653-3764. If you need a tax preparer, it's tax time. You want to connect with Celia Graham in Hudson, New York and her number is 518-821-5164. Again, 518-821-5164. Sila Graham Tax Preparer. Glory to God. If you're looking for a home church to go to in the Hudson, upstate New York area, you don't have a place where you go for fellowship, you can fellowship with us at All Nations Church, Hudson, New York. It's at 389 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. 
3829 Fairview Avenue, Hudson, New York. And it's right in the Bagel Time Plaza on Fairview Avenue. Our worship time is 3 p.m. every Sunday. 3 p.m. every Sunday. And we have a Bible studies every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. And we also have Bible studies every Thursday night at 7 p.m. So come and fellowship with us at All Nations Church. It is glorious. Glory to God. If you are in the Hudson, New York area and you're looking for a day spa, Serenity Wellness Center Day Spa, a spa like no other, Serenity Wellness Day Spa is also mobile. We could come to you for spa parties. You may be looking for a gift to buy a loved one, a friend, a mother, father, a whoever it is we sell gift certificates they're on sale for father's day for mother's day for easter for every occasion gift certificates are online at serenity wellness center day spa.com again serenity wellness center day spa.com a spa like no other it's in hudson new york glory to god and the website is www.serenitywellnesscenterdayspa.com Dr. Tanya Mays June, Serenity Wellness Medical Day Spa, 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York. Dr. Tanya Mays June, board certified OBGYN. If you need a certified OBGYN, Dr. Tanya Mays, she's one of the top doctors in upstate New York. I want to let you know about her. Glory to God. And the number is 518 518 567. 5074. Glory to God. 518-567-5064. I'm not getting the number correctly, but it's Dr. Tanya Mays, Serenity Wellness Medical Day Spa, 968 Columbia Street, Hudson, New York. She also do laser skin care. She is a professional. She's in excellence. I recommend her 100%. Glory to God. Another business I want to announce is Jay's Cuisine. It's a takeout delivery American meals. Jay's Cuisine. And the number is 518-828-1926. Jay's Cuisine, 518-828-1926 in the Hudson area. 